name of Jesus. I thank you, dear Lord. You have a Bible? I'd like to turn your attention to Psalm 46. And I'd also like to turn your attention to Luke. And if you want to turn to Luke first, we'll turn to Luke 20 and 38. And then we'll go to Psalm. Very happy for you to be here in the good spirit of the Lord that's here. Most especially happy about the presence of the Lord. Luke chapter 20 and verse 38. For he is not a God of the dead, but of the living, for all live unto him. So in other words, God is a living God. And your Bible tells, teaches you that in other places. In Psalms, looking at Psalm 46, Psalm 46, verse 4, There is a river, the streams, whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. I'd like to minister for a little while tonight on live streaming. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. It is rather a uh, new thing on the horizon among many to be able to bring a service live to people that they can view it on their computer or some other like invention, instrument. But I'd like you to know that my God, who is a living God, that He has been through the church live streaming 
for as long as I've been in the church and for as long as the church was started in Acts chapter 2. When they gathered together in that upper room, as Jesus knew, and there, having been obedient to his instructions, you have to get it in your mind now, he has been crucified, he was buried, and he rose again from the dead. And now he is showing himself alive with many infallible proofs. And he has about 500 disciples, at least many of them were about to be proved out. I'm going to tell you that sometimes the things that you find yourself going through, you might want to think of it in this light, that God is testing your spirit. And as he had about 500, just as in Moses' time, when they begin to tell him, we be true men. And so there was a test put forth. And they found out who was true and who was not. In other words, who was true and who was false. Who was true and who was fronting. And that was proved out. And so, much like here, Jesus has above 500 of them, and he is giving them last-minute instructions. It has come down to the, to the very thing now. Everything has been brought to this point, from Genesis all the way to this moment. For Jesus has told them that repentance and remission of sins was to be preached in His name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And so He told them to go and receive the gift of, of the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. You receive the Holy Ghost. He blesses them, breathes on them, and blesses them, and gives them the direction. You're to go approximately. That's what it amounted to, a half a mile in that vicinity from the Mount of Olives, Bethany, and there to Jerusalem, to the upper room in the church house, to that large upper room much, no doubt, like the one where he had the Last Supper with them. And everything was ready. Everything was prepared as it was in that moment. Now they're come to the place where everything that he has told them about, about his blood and about his body, everything now is coming right to that point. Everything is building up to that high place where he tells them to go and wait for the promise of the Spirit which he said, I've told you about, and you're witnesses of it. So here it comes now, and this is where the rubber really meets the road. This is where you're true or you're false. This is where you're going to do what he says or not. This is where you're going to step up and be counted or not. This is where your spirit's tested to the point that you can be separated from chiefest of friends if they go in a different direction. This is where you go with Jesus over mom, over dad, over brother, over sister, over aunt, over uncle, over job, over everything else in life. And they went about 120 walked away from 380 or shall I say 380 walked away from the 120 and the 120 said we're not looking back we're not throwing in the towel we're going to do what he said we're going to get some live streaming going here we're going to where there is a live stream the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost will flow the power of God will be poured out as it's written that it would take place that God would pour out of his spirit
And they went and they received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And everybody said amen. amen. And friend, they were glad. And that's what the writer said in Psalm 46. As I read to you, he said, there is a river. You know, Jesus said about that river in foretelling them about the gift of the Holy Ghost. It was called a river. It was called a well springing up. Many different ways that he would describe and try to get them to focus on, I'm giving my life on the cross. I'm doing this that you might get, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the purpose here. This is what everything in the prophets and the law, everything has brought it to this place. It's all about you going in there and getting the Holy Ghost. You know, it's like flying a plane. At some point, it's all about getting to the destination. It's all about that round out, bringing that plane down and rounding it out and putting those wheels right down on that pavement. Let me tell you, they landed in that upper room and they landed right on the numbers. It was a perfect seven, if you please. And the Bible teaches that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, a river, a river, and the streams begin to go forth. This wasn't to just stay with one individual or a group of individuals. Oh, no. He said, you're going to be witnesses unto me when you get the Holy Ghost. You see, you got a lot of people go around that want to be witnesses, but they don't have the Holy Ghost. You got, that's like the guy that ran. He just wanted to run, but he didn't have the message. He was of, of no value whatsoever. And because he had no message, because he had no, no weight and no load in his life of the emotional carrying of God's truth and God's word, fighting off spirits, and, and nobody was resisting the guy that had no message. Let him run all he wants. Let him run till he's willy-nilly. Who cares? He hasn't got anything to say. And when they got there and the general said, what's the message? He said, what message? I don't have a message. I got no message. And so he said, stand over there. Oh, I can just see him say, stand over there. And try to just disappear. And they waited and they paced up and down. And here he come, friend. He had fought devils. He had fought beasts. The Bible even talked about the beasts of Ephesus. Bulls of Bashan. Different ways that spirits manifest themselves to buffet, Paul said, and to fight against the church to try to dam up, if you please, so the streams won't get out. But Jesus said, I got a river and it's going to send forth some streams and it's going to make people glad. It's going to make people jump up and down. It's going to enable people to speak in a heavenly language. The tongues of men and angels. Amen. Let me tell you something. You haven't confessed with your mouth until you've been filled with the Holy Ghost and He speaks through you as His Spirit gives the utterance. Amen. This isn't some carnal little natural man-made thing. You just go stand over in the corner with that. Put a dunce cap on. Put some natural thing that you got going. You want to step into the river. Wasn't it Ezekiel? He said, I couldn't be satisfied in the ankle deep. He said, I had to get out to where it come to my waist. That wasn't enough. I had to get out there where there was waters to swim in. You want this river. You want this artesian well. You want the streams. You want live streaming. He's not a dead God. He's a living God. Amen. In trying to help Israel, the church, you may be seated. God bless you. But if you decide you want to stand the whole night, that's fine with me too, by the way. 
Amen. He said, uh, you know, it's like the little child on the front row that he was standing up and everybody sat down and they kept tugging at him to sit down. And he kept standing. And so finally, one of the adults just got him and sat him down. He said, oh, all right. He said, I may be sitting. He said, but my Holy Ghost is standing up. Well, let me tell you, there's a live stream here tonight, and it's coming right at you like a beautiful tidal wave. It's going to not destroy you. It's going to embrace you. The only thing it's going to sweep away is sin and doubt and fear and unbelief and every devil because God said when the enemy comes in, I will lift up a standard against him. God will take care of the enemy. Amen. In uh, Psalms 78, Verse 16, he said he brought streams also out of the rock. Oh, you see, Moses leading them out. And don't you know the enemy came after them all? Three million plus people coming out of the world, coming out. You think the devil likes that? He don't like that. He doesn't like one person to come out of the world. You watch people will claim religion, but they'll mock and they'll make fun and they'll fight and they'll talk about the different changes for the good that have happened in your life. Why do they do Because they got a devil and they're convicted about it because it's like you're pulling the cloak off. It's because they said, put a veil, Moses. We can't stand to look at that light. And you walk in with the Holy Ghost and the streams are just it's streaming out of you. And man, I want you to know, they absolutely are looking for something to cover that with. They can't take it. Can't take that, that good light and that good stream and that good crystal clear flowing of truth and light and glory of God. And he said he brought streams also out of the rock. Moses, Moses is like, what are we going to do? We've got a river, uh, we've got a sea in front of us, and we've got Pharaoh and his armies coming after us. We can hear, we can hear, we can feel the vibration of the thunderous rolling of the iron chariots and the pounding of the hooves of the horses. And we can hear them rattling their sabers and their spears and their shields and everything else. What are we going to do? Man, somebody's chasing after us here. That old devil wants to pull me back into every wrong thing and every unrighteous thing. Wants me to go in the wrong direction. Wants me to turn around in the day of battle. And Moses said, hey, God, we, uh, we got a little situation here. He's laying on his face. Aaron's laying on his face. And God says, get up. Get up right now. Tell my people to go forward. Don't you lay down. Don't you quit. Somebody said to me tonight, I'm in the middle of battle. I said, what's new? What's new? Nothing new about that. You ought to get to expect it. You ought to get to expect it. You're training with champions. You're not some little wimp in some little backyard somewhere. You're on the main mat. You're in the main arena. You're in the main ring. You've got the gift of God, the glory of heaven. You've got a stream going out here, and it's life-giving. What more is the enemy going to fight? He don't have to fight the other stuff. He's got all that under control. He can't control the power of the Holy Ghost. He hasn't got a damn big enough, amen, to block up this good Holy Ghost. Amen. This is a, what did he say? It's a cut out of the mountain without hands. And it, and it absolutely knocked over and, and pulverized everything. And that's our Jesus. He is our rock. And he said here, 
Moses, I want you to go forward. He said, I want you to lead these people forward. I don't want you to shrink back. I don't even want you on your face right now talking to me like that. I don't, I don't want you to wimp out. I don't want to see tears coming out. I got a stream going on. What do I need your tears for? I don't need any contribution right now. I just need you to get up and let's get with it here. And man, when they got through there and God did the miracle that he did and they get on the other side, God buries all the sin and all the mess in your life and leaves it buried behind. You don't see it anymore. But you move on. You move on with God. You move on with his word. You move on with his angel. You move on with his power. You move on with his victory in your life and gladness. You serve him with gladness. Amen. So the Bible teaches that they, they got a little thirsty. And God said, I'll take care of that. He said, I'm going to bring streams out of the rock. And they said, and that rock was Christ. That's what the Apostle Paul was inspired to say. That rock was Christ. Don't anybody tell you Peter was the rock. Jesus is the rock. And that's the revelation that he's the mighty God in Christ. And upon this rock, I'll build my church. Upon the revelation of you can know who I am. And you can have a name that no man knoweth. But he that's been given it through the gift of the Holy Ghost and baptism in Jesus' name. And you talking about the light coming on. And you talking about the river and the well and the streams coming at you. Living water. It's coming because of the glory of God that's coming coming your way to show you what's right, to open your understanding. Amen. Many an individual has described God talking to them and showing them the truth of the Scriptures, like water trickling down right into their brain. That's how they could just describe it. Well, that's your, your revelator, John, when he's describing things. Things were happening all around him and, and going on, and you talk about live streaming. Man, he was, the waterfall was coming, and, and it was just flowing and flowing and flowing, and he was getting happier and happier, and he's trying to explain what he's looking at here. How do I explain it? I've never seen these things before. Let me tell you, you get an experience in the Holy Ghost, you're going to see things you've never seen before in your mind, in this book. This book's going to become a brand new book, the light and the streams and the glory, and you're going to be so glad and so happy in the Holy Ghost said, Behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out. We're not talking about a little trickle here. Okay? The waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Oh, man. There's plenty of Holy Ghost to go around. Plenty of power of God. There's nothing lacking. My God's not bankrupt. He'll supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. He'll fight all of your battles if you'll just get up and get in the thing and be a part of this thing and don't lay down and play dead. You know what I'm saying to you? Come on, everybody said praise the Lord. Everybody said hallelujah. Well, give the Lord a big hand. Amen and amen and amen. You don't, you don't want to be some kind of little wimp, some little limp-rested chicken thing you want to you want to be a son and a daughter of God they 120 stood in the face of the majority 380 and they said we're going to the upper room we're going to do what he said it doesn't matter how you get mad at us it doesn't matter how you spit in our face or, or rant and rave or whatever it is you're doing so we're going and we're going to follow him <clears throat> in one place it talked about just the scent the smell the scent of water would take an old stump 
that a tree had been cut down and that tree, that stump, would begin to bud. I want to tell you something. You may be dead, but my God is alive. Your religious experience may be deader than a doornail, but if you'll start sniffing the scripture a little bit, sniffing out the air a little bit, pick up the scent, there's a stream. There's a stream coming at you. There's people that God's sending with a message for you to hear. He wants you to obey the truth. God wants to make you happy and glad. Wants to do that for you. Feel like you're in captivity? Psalm 126 and 4, 6 said, turn again. Oh, that's something you need to do now. You've been heading the right way and you're starting to look the other way. He said, turn again. And he said, our captivity. I want you to do something about my captivity, oh Lord. And he said, as the streams in the south. You know, God, God controls it all. He can turn the heart of the king, the Bible said, in the manner he wants to and where he wants it to go. He can turn those streams in the direction he wants them to go. He can bring them from the direction he wants them to come. I was with my pastor one time, and we got out of the car, and the next thing I know, he was just standing there, and all of a sudden he went, whoo! He said, I don't know if a man could stand much more of that. And I'm like, what, what, what just happened? What did I miss? What just, what just took place? Oh, friend, you know, God, God can visit you. He can send his angel, not for you to get kooky crazy, but he can send that stream your way to solidify you, to straighten you out, if you please, and to give you a blessed assurance the Bible talked about. There's so many things that are in the stream, so many good, there's no tadpoles in that stream. Uh, uh, there's no bacteria in there, no, va no viral thing you need to worry about. There's nothing unclean going to be in there. As a matter of fact, that's what Isaiah 35 talked about, the streams, talked about the river, talked about the highway. There's not going to be any of that junk on that, in that or on that highway. It's going to be a place where you can have everlasting joy and song in your heart. It's going to be a, a highway. It's going to be a highway of holiness. Not going to be an unclean thing there. Amen. So when I'm, when I'm finding myself feeling like I'm, the enemy's getting a grip on something, it's, he's saying, turn this. Turn this. Turn this the right way. Get rid of this captivity. Send the streams here, Lord. Let it start making me glad. Let it come my way. Come on. Everybody said, praise the Lord. And by the way, 1 Peter said that we are, described the church as lively stones. We're, you know, we're, we're live streaming here. We're not dead. Our services aren't dead. The word of God isn't dead. God isn't dead. We're very much alive and we're streaming here. He's absolutely making you a stream. And that stream is to go through you. It's to be a part of you, in you, a part of you. And you become swept up in this. And you help reach other people with this. You bring all of that into the dry parched, weary lives of people who are confused and, and they're hallucinating and they're seeing things that aren't there and aren't right. You can show them the truth of the scriptures. You can show them the true God, the living God, the living God because he's made you alive. You know, early on the women had to learn that. I'm closing now. The women had to learn that. They, uh, they went hunting Jesus. Where's Jesus? Oh, where's Jesus? Oh, where is Jesus? You know? And all of a sudden, it was like seeing Brother Andre. You know? Where is Jesus? Where is Jesus? <laughs> you know, 
Andre gets behind Andre. I can't see little Andre. And women, where's Jesus? Big old angel right there. He said, hey, uh, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He said, you're not going to find him here. You know, you're not going to find him in the movie theater. You're not going to find him in the stadiums. You're not going to find Jesus in all these places that the devil has got people's minds and lives tied up. Okay, you're going to find him where the Holy Ghost is being poured out. You're going to find him in the scripture. You're going to find the truth. He's, he started a church and about 120 were filled with the Holy Ghost and the stream started flowing. They left out of the upper room and they went down and 3,000 were added to the church that day. They didn't get added by shaking a hand. They didn't take Christ as their personal Savior. They didn't accept him as their personal Savior. They repented. They got baptized in Jesus' name and they were filled with the gift of the the Holy Ghost and he said woman if you knew who you were talking to you would ask me why don't you ask him that make a stream come right into your life from him and through the church to you to you let me try to conclude from Amos chapter 5 everybody said praise the Lord and everybody said hallelujah to give you a verse here and uh, trying to get the sweat out of my eyes <laughs> so I can see my verse but uh, Amos had something to say here that I hope that you will feel is of some kind of help to you and some kind of uh, encouragement to you I'm talking to you about live streaming I'm talking to you about that which is coming you know we're in real time here we're not in the past and we're not out there way in the future somewhere it's not about how you used to be is how it is right now. We're talking about him being a right now God. We're talking about a stream that is still flowing. The church is right today. Uh, what, is, what, do we pre what is the name of our uh, little broadcast? Jesus Christ today. He has not changed. And I'm glad he's got a great, big, bright future. I'm going to reach for that and pray for that and hope for that. But you know what? I'm glad for the right now. I'm glad for he's, he's here right now. I'm glad he's going to be here in the next second. I'm glad that it's not about yesterday somewhere, even though he's the same yesterday, but he's the same now, today, right here, right now. And everybody said amen. And everybody said praise the Lord. Thank God and thank God. Well, I think I said Amos 5, verse 24. But let judgment. Oh, we can have that? Oh, yeah. But let judgment. You know who runs from judgment? People who are guilty. You know who says you're judging me? People who are guilty. You know? But let judgment. I'm not afraid of justice. I'm not afraid of the judgment of the word of the Lord. If you'll fall on the rock and be broken, you got nothing to be afraid of. Now, if you're standing around proud and, and, you're, and your words are stout and you're running your mouth and you're going in the wrong direction, then you better get ready for the great big beatdown that's going to come because the rock, which is Christ, is going to fall on you and crush you to powder. Far better for you to just get that willing, right attitude and fall upon the rock. You know, just drape yourself on him. Amen. And everybody said, praise the Lord. But let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. I'm talking to you about live streaming. I'm talking to you about what's really happening right now. God's church is very much alive. And ever since the day of Pentecost, the streams have been going out. 
The church has come straight to, through from then till right this second. And in almost every country in the world, this truth is preached. This streams are running and no government can stop it. Do you hear me? No ideology can stop it. No philosophy can stop it. No devil can stop it. There is a stream and streams that are going out and they have righteousness. Aren't you glad for the right thing? Aren't you glad for judgment or justice? Aren't you glad for what God said this is right and nobody's going to stop it. The gates of hell will not prevail. They're going to oppose you. They're going to fight you. They're going to make it tough for you to run the race and try to get to the end with the message but you just keep on running. He said you run with patience. The race that's set before you and I'll be there to refresh you with the streams thereof. The refreshings of the Lord will come. Everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. So you don't, you don't want to dam up righteousness. You don't want to build a dam. You don't want to block that out of your mind. You don't want to suddenly decide in your own human way of thinking that uh, this isn't necessary and the other thing isn't necessary. Some people just want to go as far as Acts 2.38, but you know what? <clears throat> If you let go of Romans to Revelation, pretty soon you're gonna, the enemy's going to pry Acts 2.38 out of your hand. He, you back up and back up and back up, the enemy's just going to keep right on pushing. And he's going to build that dam and those walls higher and higher and fortify them more. You've got to keep this stream going. You can't allow that to happen in your life. You've got to push and press forward and toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in the church. You've got to love this. Amen got to love this. Amen. The streams. Live streaming. Not interested in dead things. Interested in live streaming. Bringing it to you alive. I told a young lady at the bank today, I've been inviting her to church, and uh, I told her, I said, uh, I said, you know, you, we start at 7.30 night. She said, yeah, well, my church starts at 7.15. I said, well, actually, ours starts with prayer at 7, but I was just trying to bring you right in on the, the right, on the get-go there. So the other lady was there. She started laughing when that happened. And uh, what I was trying to say is that if you could just break out of your, your rut, if you could just break out of your old ho-hum, if you could just open your ears for a little bit and look at the Scripture and let, and let this water come to your parched, weary soul and begin, and begin to water it and begin to, to let the good fruit of God's Spirit begin to grow in your life and show you that this is live streaming. This is not dead. This is not yesterday, and this is not way off in the future. This is right here and right now, and you need it. You need this. Let's lift our hearts with our hands. I want you to invite the live streams into your life. And in the final analysis, it's got healing for the nations. Everything, everything that you have need of is in this. We're loving him, we're praising him, and we're worshiping him right now. We are truly live streaming tonight. That's God's definition of it. That's the Bible definition of it. We're live streaming tonight. Amen. I'm not against the camera, but I don't need the camera. I'm, I'm very thankful for the Holy Ghost, for the great move of God. And everybody, everybody's worshiping Him. Come on. Jesus is keeping me alive. It's that Holy Ghost and fire keeping me alive, keeping me alive, keeping me alive. It's that Holy Ghost and fire. Keeping me alive, Jesus is keeping me alive. It's that Holy Ghost in fire, keeping me alive, keeping me alive, keeping me alive. It's that Holy Ghost in fire, keeping me alive, 
Jesus is keeping me alive. Well, let that Holy Ghost in fire is keeping me alive. Keeping me alive. Oh, yeah. Keeping me alive. It's that Holy Ghost in fire keeping me alive. Jesus is keeping me alive. All right, let's come around the front. Ladies over here, men over here. Step into the live streaming right now. Step right into this thing. Wade into it. Come on, take those first steps and repent of your sins. Take the next steps and get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then step into the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost fill you and thrill you. And then we'll move on from there. Waters, waters that cannot be swum over. This is no shallow stream. That Holy Ghost is fire, keeping me alive, keeping me alive, keeping me alive. It's that Holy Ghost in fire, keeping me alive. Jesus is keeping me alive.